listening to the BBM Global Network with 25 years in broadcast audio and video production. Our passionate team creates content and marketing for the world of Internet talk radio. If you've got a passion, come join us at BBMGlobalNetwork.com. The BBM Global Network. Your voice is now heard. Welcome to the Linda Fostek Show. Disasters are all around us. Turn on the news and Mother Nature is on a rampage. Personal disasters put our lives on hold or derail us completely. Join Linda as she invites you to become part of the solution. It's time to get off the worry-go-round with your host, Linda Fostek. Welcome, everyone. I'm your host, Linda Fostek, and this is the Linda Fostek Show. Get off the worry-go-round. We are live tonight on the BBM Global Network and soon in radio. If you would like to join in the conversation, please feel free to call in at 866-451-1451. Don't let the next disaster catch you by surprise. Get your free disaster planning roadmap and disaster checklist today at thecrisisplanner.com. And if you really want to be prepared, check out the crisisplannerhome.com. It's a complete system for your home so that you are ready for any kind of disaster as it happens or before it happens, actually. And you'll be able to handle anything that goes wrong in the house from uh, toilet bowls running to leaks to um, gas issues to heating issues, you name it. You can handle that with, with confidence with the Crisis Planner Home System. So you go to thecrisisplannerhome.com and you can find out more about this exciting home system. And this makes a perfect gift for anybody who's buying a brand new house, first time home buyers, great Christmas gifts uh, for family members that you wanna help them be better prepared for when disaster strikes. Lots of stuff going on in the news today. Uh, hurricane season is just past its peak. We're past past the peak of September. Mid-September is usually when uh, hurricane season peaks out. We only have two months to go. We're two-thirds of the way through hurricane season, which ends on November 30th. The Atlantic is churning up with a major hurricane, Sam, which is a Category 4 right now, but not expected to make any landfall anywhere in the Caribbean, Bermuda, the United States. It's going to be well east of Bermuda, although it is churning up the seas uh, and expect some pretty significant rip currents. So if you do go to the beach and choose to go swimming, make sure that you don't do this alone. Try to find a beach that still has lifeguards because many of them are not guarded at this time of the year. So definitely don't be swimming alone, especially with this high risk of rip currents that we are going to be experiencing, as well as rough seas. I feel so sorry for my friend Kathy, who's actually on a cruise to Bermuda this week. Um, hopefully they will be home before the hurricane actually gets up parallel to Bermuda. 
and Bermuda may actually re receive some um, rain and obviously increased waves and things. So it should make the Atlantic a little bit rough for her, rough for her sailing. And I feel really, really bad for her and her family that are on this cruise ship because the North Atlantic can get really nasty. And one thing you don't want to be seasick on a cruise ship because there is no escape. There is no place to go, especially on that full day at sea. So prayers for Kathy Casal and her family that they don't end up seasick or in any kind of uh, dangerous weather conditions. Although um, this Sam is supposed to be well east of Bermuda, about 800 miles east of Bermuda. So it shouldn't be making any kind of a direct hit. In fact, it's expected to turn into a, um, an extra tropical storm and still maintain pretty significant wind um, and wave action as it heads for England. And it's actually going to pick up another invest that's just formed off the coast of Africa that's going to be sucked up into Sam because it is such a powerful storm. And so uh, the United Kingdom could be in for some pretty significant wind and rain event in the up, you know, coming up next week. So we have to make sure that they kind of pay attention to this storm because they're not typically, they don't get these kind of storms in the United Kingdom. So otherwise, the Gulf and the Caribbean basins are pretty quiet at this time. And I'm sure the people in New Orleans and Texas are very happy that they're, they're not dealing with another expected storm, at least in the next week or so. But let's not get complacent because Sandy struck the U.S. in late October, if you remember. And I mean, because it was a week, you know, the, just the week after Sandy, that was Halloween. So we're not out of the woods yet. Pay attention. Do check in with the Weather Channel. Make sure that, you know, we're not expecting any major storms. We aren't at this time. And in fact, this weekend is supposed to be absolutely wonderful nice beautiful temperatures um it's we're supposed to have a nice cooling temperature starting tomorrow so i'm very excited about that we have a major volcanic eruption in the canary islands off the coast of spain right now and a state of emergency has been declared as so many people are being displaced as their homes are being destroyed and you know it might surprise you but there are 18 active volcanoes in the atlantic ocean and, you know, typically, so even some of them are underwater. And typically they are, you know, where two plates are moving apart. So the Atlantic Rift is in the middle of the Atlantic Ocean. And it's two plates, two tectonic plates that are being pulled apart. And that's where most of the vol volcanic activity is. And, you know, active volcanoes can be found on Iceland and certainly in Italy. Italy has three major active volcanoes, as well as the Eastern Caribbean. Uh, which a lot of people were surprised when the island of Montserrat, half the island was covered in, in volcanic dust uh, with an eruption not that long ago and made the island essentially uninhabitable. Everybody had to move. But Martinique, Guadeloupe, St. Vincent, and the Grenadines, St. Kitts, and even Nevis all have active volcanoes on there. On there. And certainly if we look back a couple of years ago, an eruption in Iceland several years ago, grounded, grounded air traffic between the U.S. and Europe for weeks due to high levels of volcanic dust 
which can actually render jet engines inoperable. It, it actually sands the blades of the jet engine so that they don't have the lift and planes can literally fall out of the sky. So when there's a lot of volcanic dust in the air, which you can't even see because it's so fine, they choose to ground the air traffic rather than risk having air traffic fly through this invisible cloud of volcanic dust. So, you know, it's not something to be taken lightly. And obviously, it, you, if you are going to any of these locations that typically do have volcanic activity, it's important to know that. You don't want to be doing a volcano tour when the volcano decides to erupt. And, you know, we've had a lot of um, earthquake activity, which is often accompanies volcanic eruptions. Uh, Haiti just had that major earthquake. So I'm sure that, you know, usually there's an earthquake and then volcanoes and more earthquakes. So all kinds of things happen. So all of those things are all interconnected. And, you know, we don't necessarily think of the Atlantic as being a real active volca volcanic area. It's not like the Ring of Fire in the Pacific where you have, you know, hundreds of active volcanoes. But we still have volcanoes that are very active. So it's something to be aware of. We are going to be taking our first break. Once again, I'm your host, Linda Fostek, and this is the Linda Fostek Show. Get off the worry go round. We are live tonight on the BBM Global Network and Tune In Radio, and we will see you on the other side of the break. What if there were a super tiny device that could diagnose the brain and is smaller than a single human hair? What if you could see inside the brain to help an epilepsy patient during surgery or to help the fight against Parkinson's disease? Dr. Patricia Broderick is proud to announce the Broderick Probe, a biomedical and electronic breakthrough. Imagine a probe to help with the understanding and potential cure of brain-related diseases. To learn more, listen live to the Easy Sense Radio Show with host Dr. Broderick. Wednesdays, 7 p.m. Eastern on the Bold Brave Media Network and TuneIn Radio. And to help support the Broderick Foundation, please go to EasySense.com and learn how, with your help, we can fight these horrific brain disorders. That's EasySense.com to learn more and help support the Broderick Foundation. Author, radio show host, and coach John M. Hawkins reveals strategies to help gain perspective, build confidence, find clarity, achieve goals. John M. Hawkins' new book, Coached to Greatness, unlock your full potential with limitless growth. Published by iUniverse, Hawkins reveals strategies to help readers accomplish more. He believes the book can coach them to greatness. Hawkins says that the best athletes get to the top of their sport with the help of coaches, mentors, and others. He shares guidance that helps readers reflect on what motivates them rediscover and assess their core values, philosophies, and competencies, find settings that allow them to be the most productive, and track their progress towards accomplishing goals. Listen to John Hawkins' My Strategy, Saturdays, 1 p.m. Eastern, on the BBM Global Network and TuneIn Radio. Welcome back, everyone. I'm your host, Linda Fostek, and this is the Linda Fostek Show. Get off the worry-go-round. We are live tonight on the BBM Global Network and Tune In Radio. And before the break, we were talking about just this active volcano that's erupting in the Canary Islands right now, and, and really, they're evacuating the island right now. They're, they're declared a, a state of emergency as it is 
literally obliterating housing and making people have to leave because there's there's really significant lava flows happening. But you know, volcanic dust in in addition, we talked about just the impact it can have on on air travel, but it also can cause significant breathing issues. And you want to take care to avoid areas where volcanic dust is is prevalent because it can actually be toxic because there's different um, aspects to volcanic dust that aren't found in normal dust. So uh, you want to be very much aware if you're in an area where there is active volcanic activity. But talk about breathing issues. You know, the fires in the West are still an issue. Uh, Fortunately, the Northwest has had some much needed rain, which has really helped get some of those fires under control in Washington and Oregon and even into Idaho. But new fires have sprung up in California. And again, you know, they're consuming huge amounts of acreage. They're burning very quickly. You know, it's this is the time of year where they start getting the Santa Ana winds, which those are winds that come down from the mountain towards the ocean. So and they tend to be like they can be a hundred mile an hour winds. So imagine being a firefighter and trying to fight a fire when you've got a hundred mile an hour wind blowing that's moving the fire closer and closer to the ocean. That's why usually it burns from uh, east to west in California, uh, especially in the fall of the year. Uh, But again, smoke is impacting large metropolitan areas and large areas of population. That smoke is really can impact breathing, people with breathing issues. Uh, stay indoors, wear, wear your masks if you have to go outside. And also recognize that, you know, people with breathing issues already are more vulnerable to COVID and the Delta variant. And add smoke issues to that, it does make for an increased risk of, of developing COVID. So just pay attention, take care of yourself, try to avoid being out in the smoke. You know, um, you know, we we are still in the in the midst of the Delta variant infection. And fortunately, I think we're past the peak because many states in California, I think, had their lowest caseload um, reported on one of the days last week that things were definitely getting better under control which is really good because I'm going to California this week. So I'm, I'm glad to hear that. Um, and, you know, but the vaccine mandate is really having a major impact here in New York with the deadline this Friday for first dose for all healthcare workers and teachers and first responders in the city of New York. And they are taking no prisoners. Literally, they are firing people who are not succumbing to, to getting the vaccine. And I really, I sympathize with those workers who had to work because they were essential workers throughout the pandemic. They, in the beginning where they had no PPE and they had, you know, they were dealing with COVID patients and, and there was no treatments and, and, Literally, they were holding the hands of the dying and passing their phones to the dying. And many of them actually got COVID and were inoculated by the virus, which I would think that's a better vaccine than any synthetic vaccine that man could make. Being inoculated by the virus itself should have some standing when it comes to 
quote unquote vaccine mandates, whether they should have a card that they can have proof that they had COVID and they have antibodies. I think they should be treated the same as anybody who has had the vaccine. And it would definitely go a long way to giving credibility to the vaccine for those of us who have had the vaccine. Uh, the other issue is, you know, you have people that truly cannot have, cannot take the vaccine. Um, I have two friends that have serious allergies to ingredients in the vaccine that will end up, they'll end up in the hospital. They could even die from it, their reaction to the ingredients in the vaccines. So how can you mandate somebody that could possibly die from the vaccine to have the vaccine or lose their job, which one of them is at risk of losing their job, which is so, so unfair. They should have the same option that people who work in businesses have to have weekly testing if that's what, you know, there should be an option for those people that truly can't take the vaccine. And I, you know, and those people that have had COVID, you know, so let's be smart about this. Uh, I know there's a number of lawsuits making their way through the court systems right now because these vaccine mandates are tearing the country apart. They're tearing and literally they are destroying the fragile comeback in New York City that is, you know, you can't go to a restaurant. You can't do, go to a bar or any kind of a, a concert or a sporting event or theater unless you have a vaccine card. It's dividing us in an unnecessary way. And it really, uh, they keep moving the goalposts. I know it was 70%. They wanted us to be vaccinated for us to go back to normal. And this week, uh, President Biden said he wants it to be 90 or 95%. I mean, it, it's ridiculous. Um, you, you have to give people the opportunity to work within this. So that's my thought on the vaccine. And, you know, I, like I said, they, they truly, it's this mentality that the only option is the vaccine when so many people have been inoculated by the virus itself. It just doesn't make any sense to me. So we're already at the end of September. Who could believe that? Um, the kids have been in school for weeks already, which is good news. And, you know, they've been returning to in-person learning, although with who knows what's going to happen with teachers that are not being vaccinated, um, they're going to have to find emergency teachers to fill in because those teachers who are unvaccinated are at risk of losing their jobs as well. So I don't know what's going to happen with that. But, you know, most schools, they are wearing masks. There are some states that aren't requiring it. And, you know, and some can get the vaccine, some cannot, some will not. And I'm not here to comment on those choices being made by school districts or parents. And, you know, today's topic, I really want to talk to what exactly are we teaching our children in school at home? And we're going to get to that topic right after this next break. Once again, I'm your host, Linda Fostek, and this is the Linda Fostek Show. Get off the worry go round. We are live tonight on the BBM Global Network and tune in radio. And we will see you on the other side of the break. Did you know that your beliefs create your entire reality? But it's the subconscious beliefs that do most of the creating. Belief Shifter and Life Coach Shiraz can help you identify those limiting beliefs and eliminate them. 
often in a single session. Like it was almost instant, like I had relief right away. Creating better health, relationships, careers, and finances. Let Shiraz help you step out of safety and into awareness. Definitely something's happening. Uh, it's like a, a flow inside. Yeah, it feels good. Whether in person or online, Shiraz provides personal coaching, belief shifting. Visit Shiraz at energeticmagic.com or call 416-529-7429. Energetic Magic on the BBM Global Network, Tuesdays at 7 p.m. Eastern. Find your greater happiness. Be well. Be aware. Be magical. Are you struggling to care for elderly parents or a spouse? Do you wonder if being a caregiver is making you sick? Are you worried about taking time off work to care for elderly parents and balance work, life, and caregiving? Has caregiving become exhausting and emotionally draining? Are you an aging adult who wants to remain independent, but you're not sure how? I'm Pamela D. Wilson. Join me for the Caring Generation radio show for caregivers and aging adults Wednesday evenings, 6 Pacific, 7 Mountain, 8 Central, and 9 Eastern, where I answer these questions and share tips for managing stress, family relationships, health, well-being, and more. Podcasts and transcripts of The Caring Generation are on my website, PamelaDWilson.com, plus my caregiving library, online caregiver support programs, and programs for corporations interested in supporting working caregivers. Help, hope, and support for caregivers is here on The Caring Generation and PamelaDWilson.com. Welcome back, everyone. I'm your host, Linda Postek, and this is The Linda Postek Show. Get off the worry-go-round. We are live tonight on the BBM Global Network and Tune In Radio. And, you know, if you would like to join the conversation tonight, because I have some pretty intriguing things to talk about, please call in at 866-451-1451. So just before the break, I introduced a little bit about what the topic is going to be tonight. And I want to talk to you ex about exactly what are we teaching our children at school and at home? You know, I actually have some concerns, I have some questions, and I have some suggestions. So dare I begin? <laughs> there are certain life skills that will serve every child throughout their life. But are we teaching those life skills that will allow our children to become leaders, problem solvers, and productive members of society? You know... How will we teach and encourage them to be part of the solution rather than part of the problem? Because that's what it is all about. You know, we got a lot of people that all they want to do is complain, but they, they never look at, okay, yeah, we can all see what's wrong. Every one of us can see the things that are wrong right now, but who's actually putting forth solutions to the problems? Who's, who's actually making a difference and making things change. So I have a few questions that I want to ask. So when did we stop teaching civics? Civics is understanding what, you know, what makes our country. When did we stop teaching cursive? You know, when did math become suggestive, approximate, estimating, and, and so complicated? Why are we falling behind in science when those in India and China are, excel are excelling? 
Why are schools across the country eliminating programs for the best and the brightest? And why does it seem that the standards are being lowered instead of bringing those falling behind up to the standard? Whatever happened to that pursuit of excellence? Who decided the grades don't matter? I mean, certainly a child knows whether they know what, you know, they know what they, how they did on the test. They know whether they did a good job or not. And how did the pursuit of diversity become so divisive? You know, I, I'm just overwhelmed with, you know, these questions keep floating around in my head and I'm like, all the arguing and, and divide us, dividing us into us versus them on masks, remote learning, vaccines, curriculum, and, you know, that's not even serving the children. We have to find that common ground that connects us all, you know, and we want our children to do the best and be the best and have the best opportunities in life. And yet everything that's going on right now seems to be sabotaging those dreams for those children. We all want them to have opportunity and we want them to grow, to grow up knowing that they can be and do whatever they choose. But it's not going to be handed to them in a silver platter. We want them to grow up to be self-sufficient and confident, happy, and fulfilled in their life and work. Isn't that what we all want? We, we want our children to have the same opportunities or better opportunities than we've had. And yet I look around and I don't see that happening. Um, the schools are not teaching excellence. They're not encouraging excellence. They're, they're teaching to test. I mean, that's been a major issue with the schools for many years. And, and the testing is not coming out really well. I know uh, last year that the testing in New York State I mean, the average school district got like 35 on the on the language portion of the test and 35 on the math part. I mean, like, I mean, in my day, that was an F. That means that we're failing our our students, and you know, and it's it's a partnership between the teachers and parents. It's not teachers versus parents. It's about it should be a partnership. And the children are the ones that are the, the, the ones that should be rewarded for the work that they do. So let's talk about some of the things, some of the questions that I asked. So, you know, I asked about practical math, you know, that we can apply to our everyday life. I mean, when was the last time you were in a grocery, you know, in a store and somebody counted back change to you? That made sense. Or they hand you the bills and then they pile the coins on top and everything falls all over. That's one of my pet peeves. Um, they don't know how to make change. And God forbid you give them the exact coins at, after you give them the, the paper bills. Um, they don't know how to, you know, because they've already put the paper bill into the computer and the computer told them how much change to give you. But now you give them the exact change and then they don't have any idea how much money to give you back. 
I've had people hand me back $10 when all I was supposed to get was like, you know, $3, $3 back, you know, I mean, it's like, whoa, because they have no idea about the math. You know, when I recently interviewed Linda Springer on this show, uh, we talked about financial literacy for children, and they, she brought up the shocking point that so many children don't know the difference between a deposit and a withdrawal, and they have no idea where money comes from, and they have no idea what things cost. So practical math that they could use daily, every day in their lives is something that we need to get back to. You know, civics is another topic. You know, people keep saying we're a democracy. We are not a democracy. We are a representative republic. And there's distinct differences between a democracy and a representative republic. In democracy, the people can, the people can actually vote for things for themselves. A representative republic is supposed to work together. The representatives of the people are supposed to work together for the goals that the people that are going to serve the people best. So it's understanding the difference and why the United States was set up to give power to the states that is not specified in the Constitution. And understanding the three branches of government and what the roles are is essential to being a good citizen and being able to vote for our representatives, senators, presidents, as well as state and local governments. We are going to be taking our next break. Once again, I'm your host, Linda Fostick, and this is the Linda Fostick Show. Get off the worry-go-round. We are live tonight on the BBM Global Network and TuneIn Radio, and we will see you on the other side of the break. The opiate epidemic has reached crisis levels, and with so many families affected by addiction, opiate-related drug overdoses, and death, the time is now to have a real constructive conversation about addiction that could lead to better prevention, treatment, and recovery. Alan Charles, author and keynote speaker on drug abuse and prevention, presents The Alan Charles Show. Alan brings a message of hope, sharing his unbelievable story of surviving a 24-year addiction to cocaine and highlights from his memoir, Walking Out the Other Side, an addict's journey from loneliness to life. His raw honesty and courageous heart breaks the stigma of addiction and offers a unique perspective into the mind of an addict. Join Alan each week as he brings his listeners to a true understanding of the grip of addiction. It is only with this understanding that we can begin to heal. The Alan Charles Show, Thursdays at 9 p.m. Eastern on the BBM Global Network. Have you ever felt like no one is listening or you're not getting the honest attention you deserve? Do you even know the kind of attention you want or need? You are not alone. Alice Aspen March is here to help. Thanks to Alice, through her epiphany and research over the word attention, there are solutions to the attention dilemma. Worldwide audiences have been enthralled and engaged for over 40 years with her visionary and pioneering observations. The kind of attention we get and give is vital to improving our lives and society. Alice and her weekly guests review game-changing insights for transforming and improving our understanding of attention, providing techniques for creating healthier and empowering behavior. Get a new perspective on a mainstream word. Tune into Why Our Attention Matters for fresh and thought-provoking conversations every Tuesday at 3 p.m. Eastern on BoldBraveMedia.com and the TuneIn Radio app.
Welcome back, everyone. I'm your host, Linda Fostek, and this is the Linda Fostek Show. Get off the worry-go-round. We are live tonight on the BBM Global Network and TuneIn Radio. And we are talking about things that we should be teaching our children, either at home or in school. Um, this is not an indictment of the school system at all, but these are things that our children really need to know. And we, first, we talked about practical math. I just spoke about civics and understanding why our country is set up the way it is and what the three roles of the three branches of government are and why you need to, as a good citizen, you need to be able to vote for those people that represent you. So let's talk a little bit about science. Have we become lazy? It's so easy to look things up on the internet when you have a question, but that can only tell you what was or what is. The internet can't tell you what could be. That requires curiosity, imagination, and problem-solving skills. We need to encourage our children to become problem solvers instead of complainers. And science is the gateway to unlocking that possibility of what could be. You know, children just have this pure way of looking at the world. They're unencumbered by all the junk that we have in our heads as adults, you know. They often will see the simplest solution to a problem, leaving, you know, leaving us saying, you know, why didn't I think of that, you know? <laughs> We want to encourage them to be part of the solution instead of the problem. And, you know, I'm really excited because I've been working on another project called the Science Labs. And it's a learning program that incorporates science for young children ages four to seven. And you can find out more at thesciencelabs.com. But I'll be talking more about that as we get closer to the holidays, as we're launching this, this incredible learning program uh, in time for Christmas, gift, Christmas and Hanukkah gift giving. So let's talk about cursive. You know, we all learned cursive when I was back in school, but lately they haven't been teaching cursive in school. You know, let's bring back the ability to sign your name with a flourish, like John Hancock, you know? Uh, if children are not being taught cursive, how will they ever be able to read the founding documents enshrined in our national archive? How will they be able to read the family history recorded at Ellis Island or found on Ancestry? Because all of those things were written in cursive. There is something so special in receiving a handwritten thank you note, a love letter, a birthday card in the mail. You know, writing has become a lost art. And what if one day there was no internet, no texting, no cell phone? How would you communicate with those important to you? Being able to write, and cursive is just so beautiful. It flows off the pen, and it, it is something that we need to bring back to the schools. And I know many of the schools are bringing cursive back. Let's talk about leadership. Are we teaching our children to be leaders? There's a huge difference between being a boss and being a leader. And what are the skills you need to be a leader? And they need the ability to think logically and set goals, not only for themselves, but for others. 
and they should be willing to do it all, but also be able to allow others on their team to do it. Real leaders take 100% responsibility when things go wrong and give credit to the team or team member that did the work when things go right. That is true leadership. It's not about the leader achieving the goal. It's about the team working together to achieve the goal. And let's talk about kindness. Are we teaching our children to be kind to themselves and others? You know, are we teaching their, our children to like who they are? I mean, there was just this whole big thing about how Instagram is causing all kinds of angst and self-doubt and body image issues with teenage girls right now because all these videos and everything are so edited and airbrushed and these people are perfect, you know, they look perfect when nobody is perfect. And if you ever see a movie star when they're not in the movie, they don't look perfect either. They're just like you and I. But young teenage girls are still developing their self-image and it's, it's, it's absolutely creating a, a, an issue with their self-esteem and, you know, and, if, and Facebook and Instagram are well aware of the toxic environment that's being created, created with these social media platforms. And certainly we know that bullying continues to be a huge problem in schools and bullying on social media has exacerbated the problem even more because it, it grows exponentially. You know, with gossip and social media, they've made it worse than it ever was. And are we eliminating hate and teaching love instead? Every child is unique and has special gifts. You know, how are we aiding them and unwrapping those gifts and encouraging them to allow them to soar and to develop that sense of self that says, I'm okay, and I, I, I have value, and what I am able to do, maybe somebody else can't do, but they are able to do something I can't do. So it's, it, it equalizes out, and even children with special abilities have gifts that need to be unwrapped. We can't protect them and hide them from the world. We need to encourage them to share their gift, whether it be just their ability to hug. It's, it's something that is, kindness is something that we are forgotten about. I mean, there's, there's so much hateful rhetoric out there right now, and it really is very, very disturbing. You know, and work, are we teaching our children the value and rewards of work? You know, and it starts with focus on their schoolwork, to do their best, to seek help when they're stuck, and, and seeing how everything you learn has a practical application. You know, I've always said that children that are struggling to learn the gas laws in high school should, should be taught to scuba dive because then the gas laws have relevance. We are going to be taking our next break. Once again, I'm your host, Linda Fostek, and this is the Linda Fostek Show. Get off the worry-go-round. We are live tonight on the BBM Global Network and TuneIn Radio, and we're going to continue this discussion on the other side of the break. What if there were a super tiny device that could diagnose the brain and is smaller than a single human 
What if you could see inside the brain to help an epilepsy patient during surgery or to help the fight against Parkinson's disease? Dr. Patricia Broderick is proud to announce the Broderick Probe, a biomedical and electronic breakthrough. Imagine a probe to help with the understanding and potential cure of brain-related diseases. To learn more, listen live to the Easy Sense Radio Show with host Dr. Broderick. Wednesdays, 7 p.m. Eastern on the Bold Brave Media Network and TuneIn Radio. And to help support the Broderick Foundation, please go to EasySense.com and learn how, with your help, we can fight these horrific brain disorders. That's EasySense.com to learn more and help support the Broderick Foundation. Author, radio show host, and coach John M. Hawkins reveals strategies to help gain perspective, build confidence, find clarity, achieve goals. John M. Hawkins' new book, Coached to Greatness, Unlock Your Full Potential with Limitless Growth, published by iUniverse. Hawkins reveals strategies to help readers accomplish more. He believes the book can coach them to greatness. Hawkins says that the best athletes get to the top of their sport with the help of coaches, mentors, and others. He shares guidance that helps readers reflect on what motivates them rediscover and assess their core values, philosophies, and competencies, find settings that allow them to be the most productive, and track their progress towards accomplishing goals. Listen to John Hawkins' My Strategy, Saturdays, 1 p.m. Eastern, on the BBM Global Network and TuneIn Radio. Welcome back, everyone. I'm your host, Linda Fostek, and this is the Linda Fostek Show. Get off the worry-go-round. We are live tonight on the BBM Global Network and TuneIn Radio. And tonight's discussion is all about what we should be teaching our children at home and in school. So, you know, I was also, you know, just before the break, I started to talk about teaching our children the value and rewards of work. And it starts with taking pride in their schoolwork, but also an understanding that everything you learn has a practical application. And if you can find a practical application for that, it becomes part of your knowledge base and you can use the knowledge that you have in everything that you do. You know, I, you know, I know when I was learning Boyle's Law and the gas laws in high school, and I'm like, oh, why am I learning this? This doesn't make any sense to me. You know, partial pressure of oxygen and all this other stuff. Until I learned to scuba dive. And then those gas laws became pretty important because my life depended on me understanding how long I could stay at what depth so that I didn't get the bends or I didn't have an embolus, embolism which is when your lungs kind of blow up. That, you don't want that to happen. That's not a good thing, believe me. So the gas laws suddenly became very important and relevant, and my understanding of them became very, very clear. So when you can have a practical application for something that you learn, it can definitely be something that will stay with you forever. But the value of work, hard work, I mean, that does so much for one's self-esteem when you have a job to do and you love what you do, finding what you love to do and being able to make money, having people pay you to do what you love to do. 
is like one of the greatest gifts there could ever be, which is why I talk about every person has a special gift inside of them to be unwrapped. And once you unwrap that gift, it'll help you discover what work will fulfill you and how you're going to make a difference in the world. You know, the next thing I wanted to talk about is life skills. You know, are we teaching our children how to take care of themselves? I mean, so many kids are still living at home with mom and dad in their 30s, 40s, 50s. They never leave. It's like that movie Failure to Launch where the parents were trying to get rid of their son. And he was living upstairs and mom was cooking for him and doing his laundry and everything else. But, you know, do they know how to sew on a button? How to do their own laundry? How to cook for themselves? You know, the importance of hygiene and keeping their personal space neat and tidy. You know, how many people, how many parents keep the door closed to their kids, teenage kids room because it's such a disaster. And, you know, they don't even want to go in there because they don't know what's coming or going in, in, in terms of new life forms being created under the bed with rotting food and God knows what. So they, instead of helping the child understand the importance of keeping their space neat, because that trickles down into everything they do in life, the way they appear, you know, I mean, we've all gotten very uh, lax in our appearance with this uh, pandemic. Uh, how many people have, you know, done no in-person meetings for 18 months? Everything's on Zoom. They get dressed halfway up and they're walking around in their underwear underneath. And when they stand up, it creates a, a big brouhaha. Um, you know, take pride in yourself. You know, do they know how or when, you know, to to change a tire or when to change the oil in the car? Or are they going to just ride, drive the car to death and say, oh, I don't know why the car died. You know, I need a new one. And, you know, this is such a throwaway, uh, you know, society right now. We, we create more garbage. And many things can be repaired and if we maintain them properly. We need to bring back home economics and shop class for everyone. Boys and girls need to have both of those classes, you know. And then another life, you know, a skill, life skill class, which I know is, is prevalent in almost every school, is called keyboarding. In my day, it was called personal typing. And my mother made me take personal typing. She said, take personal typing. And I was like, I don't know, I'm not going to be a secretary. What do I need to learn how to type, right? And, you know, I want you to know that is the one class that I have used every single day of my working life. Even today, how much typing do I do? Knowing how to touch type is, it was a gift. And I, I really, I fought my mom on it. I'm like, I'm not going to be a secretary. Why do I need to learn how to type, right? So, you know, sometimes our moms do know best. The, the next subject is taking responsibility. Are we take, teaching our children to take personal responsibility? They are responsible for the decisions and actions that they take. And we want to encourage them to choose wildly, you know, wisely. There are rewards and consequences for their choices. And accepting responsibility for actions and choices they make will serve them, again, 
throughout their lives. Because if you can admit I made a mistake and take full responsibility and not say the dog ate it or, you know, I spilled coffee on my homework, you know, every excuse in the book and just say, I didn't do it. And how can I make it up? How can I, you know, because so often as you get further on in your education, doing the work that's required for a class, if you don't do the homework, you get dinged on your, on your grade. So let's, how do I make it up if I screw up? How do I, you know, and the other thing is, if you do make a mistake or you choose badly, that's in the past. You have to be able to let it go and learn from it and move forward, you know, which also comes into self-confidence. Are we teaching our children to take pride in whatever they're doing and at the same time help them understand that perfection is unattainable, which, which goes to the same issue that they have with Instagram. You can always do it better the next time. Do your best. And you know that your best is going to vary day to day. You know, what you can do today is maybe not going to be your best tomorrow and vice versa. The most important thing is to always be learning both from your successes and failures. Thomas Edison failed a thousand times before he had success in inventing the light bulb. And he recorded every failure as a stepping stone to finally succeeding. We are going to be taking our final break of the evening. Once again, I'm your host, Linda Fostek, and this is the Linda Fostek Show. Get off the worry-go-round. We are live tonight on the BBM Global Network and TuneIn Radio, and we will see you on the other side of the break. Did you know that your beliefs create your entire reality, but it's the subconscious beliefs that do most of the creating? Belief Shifter and Life Coach Shiraz can help you identify those limiting beliefs and eliminate them, often in a single session. Like it was almost instant, like I had relief right away. Creating better health, relationships, careers, and finances. Let Shiraz help you step out of safety and into awareness. Definitely something's happening. Uh, it's like a, a flow inside. You know, it feels good. Whether in person or online, Shiraz provides personal coaching, belief shifting. Visit Shiraz at energeticmagic.com or call 416-529-7429. Energetic Magic on the BBM Global Network, Tuesdays at 7 p.m. Eastern. Find your greater happiness. Be well. Be aware. Be magical. Are you struggling to care for elderly parents or a spouse? Do you wonder if being a caregiver is making you sick? Are you worried about taking time off work to care for elderly parents and balance work, life, and caregiving? Has caregiving become exhausting and emotionally draining? Are you an aging adult who wants to remain independent, but you're not sure how? I'm Pamela G. Wilson. Join me for the Caring Generation radio show for caregivers and aging adults, Wednesday evenings, 6 Pacific, 7 Mountain, 8 Central, and 9 Eastern, where I answer these questions and share tips for managing stress, family relationships, health, well-being, and more. Podcasts and transcripts of The Caring Generation are on my website, PamelaDWilson.com, plus my caregiving library, online caregiver support programs, and programs for corporations interested in supporting working caregivers. Help, hope, and support for caregivers is here on The Caring Generation and PamelaDWilson.com.
Welcome back, everyone. I'm your host, Linda Postek, and this is the Linda Postek Show. Get off the worry-go-round. We are live tonight on the BBM Global Network and Tune In Radio. And tonight's topic is really about what are we really teaching our children at home and in school, and what do they really need to learn? And we've talked about practical math and civics and science and cursive writing and leadership, kindness, value of work, life skills, responsibility, and self-confidence. Well, this next topic is one that is very near to my heart, and that's the topic of diversity. And I want us to celebrate our differences and seek to understand that we each have unique experiences. No one group needs to be torn down. Everyone benefits when we lift everyone up. You know, we want to add to our history with the rich diversity of the people who have made contributions to make this amazing country what it is. You know, we have to acknowledge our mistakes and learn from them, but also understand that we are constantly striving to do our best and be our best. We need to start listening to one another, laugh at ourselves more. Release the anger, hostility, and hate that only serves to divide us. Find that common ground that unites us and builds on it for a strong foundation. And celebrate who we are. There's a reason why immigrants from all over the world want to come here. Because there is something here that doesn't exist anywhere else in the world. And we do welcome legal immigration to this country with open arms and have brought the world together in this amazing melting pot of of just amazing traditions and history and contribution from every source known to man. And I want us to celebrate that and understand that diversity is not a dirty word. It it is a, a word that should bring us together because we all are human beings. We all have share one father, you know, one grandfather, somewhere way, 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 way back in in history, some mother or father in Africa gave birth to somebody and generations and generations that followed. And we went across the world and the globe and all of the unique things that made us so special. Next, I want to talk about gratitude. You know, are we teaching our children to be grateful? Do they see the good around them? Are they grateful for the smallest things in their lives? You know, teach them to shout those positive affirmations that express gratitude, happiness, and love. And start with, I am grateful, or I am happy that, and I love, and celebrate. Be a cheerleader for your child celebrate their achievements, give them credit for trying even if they fail, remind them they can do better the next time, and help them develop their skills. And, you know, these are just some food for thought as we get into the school year, and there is so much to value wherever you are in your life journey. Think about it. Thank you for joining me this week. Don't let a disaster blindside you. Get your free planning roadmap and disaster checklist today at thecrisisplanner.com. Be sure to tune in next week as we explore Don't Get Tricked. 
Enjoy the beautiful fall days, but remember, winter's just about in the corner. Be prepared. This is Linda Fostek, and you've been listening to The Linda Fostek Show. Get off the worry-go-round on the BBM Global Network and tune in radio. Until next week, be safe out there. Happy planning. Learn something new this week. No worries. Thank you, and good night. You've been listening to The Linda Fostek Show. Join Linda each week for interesting topics such as in the news, extreme prepping, and home sweet home. Right here on the Linda Fostek Show. You've been listening to the BBM Global Network. The ideas, views, and opinions of this broadcast are those of the participants of the program and are not necessarily the ideas, views, and opinions of the BBM Global Network Company.